from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. How you doing, folks? Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is live at five, so you know what that means. It is live from America time. I am your host, the ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Thank you so much. Today is March 10th already, year of our Lord, 2021, and we got a special guest for you today by the name of Ben Berquam, and we're going to get to him real quick. He is the uh, he's the only person who's been down at the border actually caring about what is happening. He's the only person that's putting his life on the line, his family's life on the line down at our southern border and uh, holding uh, our, our government and our residency of Corn Pop and, and, his, and the rest of his uh, merry band of dum-dums accountable for what they're doing down at the border. I will give some live shout-outs to those who are watching today uh, and uh, for those who are listening to the podcast and for those who will watch later. Don't let that stop you from liking the video, copying the link, and sharing it as I ask everybody to do live. Let's give some live shout-outs to Nicole Upton from Michigan. I hope you're not related to Fred Upton from Michigan, but if you are, tell him to get his button gear and stop being such a rhino. Amanda Wiley from Central PA, good to see you. Lisa Marie, thank you very, very much from New Jersey for joining in. I appreciate it. Venus says, there he is. Um... I guess you're talking about me. Uh, Sonia uh, Degener, Degener, how are you doing? Lori Ledoux, uh, waiting to listen again. Well, thank you very much, Lori. You are, uh, you're definitely a great supporter of the show. Tina Cook from Kansas. Ah, I haven't seen you since Facebook days. I'm sure you've been on here, but I have not seen you. Steve Morrell says, the 603 Lakeport. That is obviously a neighbor of mine if he's got the 603, because that means he is a New Hampshireite. Yes, yes, thank you very much. Jody Ekins from Nebraska. Donna Seleski from Virginia. Thank you very much for joining in. I appreciate it. Adam McPhee says, what up, Jeremy? What up, Adam? How you doing, man? Good to see you, brother. Uh, Jessica Sump, Lenore Stavroff. How you doing? Nancy Saffel. Um, let's see who else we got. Brandy Smith from Mississippi. Becky Adams from North Kakalaki, North Carolina. Rhonda Crum says, we tried, Jeremy. I don't know what you meant, mean by that, but uh, send me a message and let me know. Christy Sassy, how you doing from Alabama? Boy, we got people from everywhere. We got people from Italy watching the show today. Thank you very much. And a couple more here. Hugh Wilson and Michael Weed says, Jeremy, never stopped watching. I appreciate that, man. I really do. I also want to make a correction. I had two Jeffs, two Jeffs send me um, dum-dums in the mail uh, so that we could do this dum-dum segment. And earlier I said, thank you to Jeff Rock because he sent me some too. But Jeff Dixon is actually the one who sent me the large dum-dum award and the whole big, huge box. So thank you guys very much for doing what you're doing. Uh, I, I, I very much uh, appreciate that. And um, also, I wanted to give... Hold on. I got one more shout-out to give here, and I told him I'd do it. And I didn't even write it down. 
Give me one second here. James Lester. He said he's been watching for a long time and he wanted a shout out. So shout out to you, James Lester. I appreciate you watching the show for the last two years, he said. All right, guys, we're going to get right to it because we got a guest on and we don't want to keep him waiting because he's very, very busy. And uh, so we're going to give our honor, our love, our attention, our worship and every bit of our body and soul to God in heaven and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by reading from Jesus Calling and then the Bible verses that it references. And this is March 10th, year of our Lord, 2021. So please reach down, click that thumbs up button, and share this video out and get it to the masses. And it says, The evil one has been deceiving people ever since time began. Since the Garden of Eden, do not listen to his lies. Put your trust in me, for I am absolute truth. And that is referencing Proverbs 29, 25, saying, A fear of a man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord, it kept safe. And also referencing um, uh, Genesis three thirteen, The Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. And ladies and gentlemen, it is so true. The serpent, uh, the evil one, deceives us constantly, day in and day out. He makes us, uh, he makes people uh, believe that this country isn't worth saving. He makes people believe that this country isn't worth dying for. He makes people believe that the word of God is not real. He has people like Jerry Nadler say that the will of God has no place in our Congress. And he pushes and pushes and pushes this narrative until people just get broke down and they believe it. It's very, very similar to the censorship uh, that's happening. The self-censorship where they push and push and push until they make you self-censor. And he is the father of lies, and, the, and, and, and these dirty, dirty, swamp donkey politicians are also the children of his lies. Shout out Linda Haley from Massachusetts. I appreciate you. And Tom Taylor says, Jeremy, may I have a dumb dumb award? No, you're obviously not a dumb dumb. If you're here watching the show, you're not a dumb dumb. So I want to bring in a very special guest right now by phone, and that is Ben Berkwam. Um, he is, he has been, uh, uh, basically a, uh, a, a force to be reckoned with as it comes to, as, as, as pertains to, uh, who's down on the border and what he's doing down there. Um, let me just see here. I've asked, asked to unmute. Uh, I've asked Ben to unmute. Don't know what that means. Oh, there he is okay, right there. Okay. <laughs> so Ben, Ben, you and I, we've been, uh, we've been friends for quite some time. We have had the, uh, we had the pleasure of actually meeting for the first time, which I, I thought was odd because I thought we had before, uh, in Florida at CPAC. And, um, what you're doing on the border right now is so incredible. And, 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 and I don't mean to say that like, oh, we're having an incredible time. Uh, but you seem to be the only one on the border covering the border, putting your life on the line, putting your reputation, your family's life, their reputation on the line. And can you just tell us quickly kind of what you've been, what you've, what you've been seeing lately and what you've been covering and, 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 and what's going on down there? Uh, well, thanks, Jeremy. The, uh, so basically I knew what was going to happen as soon as the fraud uh, was inaugurated and, and, and they telegraphed this. They were going to reopen the borders. I said he was going to give amnesty to, they say, they keep saying it's 11 million number, which is just ludicrous. That was back in 2000. 
uh, back in our last census in 2010. Uh, they keep going with these same numbers. Really, talking to Border Patrol, it's probably closer to 30 million uh, illegals that are here in our country now. Wow. And just by saying those words, we're looking at, you know, you're basically opening the floodgates, inviting people from all over the world to come here. And it's not just Mexico. It's not just Central America and South America. Uh, it's people from Africa. It's people from Congo. from people from Bangladesh and uh, Cuba uh, all coming here and some for good reason, you know, some that uh, saw the, you know, the invite to the gravy train and said, you know, my country sucks and I want to go up there and some for really bad reasons. And we actually are in conversation with uh, DHS and uh, any chance we have to turn over some of these bad guys. In fact, we've got video from some of the guys from uh, uh, a couple years ago where they actually, or used it to, to capture a uh, high-value target, uh, a terrorist target. So all of this stuff, I knew it was going to happen as soon as they started saying these trigger words like, you know, the, we're going to give amnesty and uh, we're not going to deport. I mean, the fact that they st tried to stop deportations of these illegals, multiple criminal illegals that have committed murders, committed rapes, multiple rapes, uh, sex trafficking, drug trafficking, all of this, these are the people that the Democrats want to protect. While they're, while they're out there saying that Pepe Le Pew is an example of rape culture, they are actively supporting true rape culture in allowing the sex trafficking to continue along our border. And so I just, I was like, okay, I'm going to go down there. Nobody's, nobody's covering this. What the heck? I'm going to go down there and, and uh, start showing America what's really happening. And so over the last couple of weeks, I've gone back, uh, started in El Paso, Texas, then went into Arizona, New Mexico, went down with some ranchers, some friends of mine, Cowboys for Trump, Dale Hooper and uh, Scott Chandler, and went into some caves that were 100 miles north of the border, just packed full of illegal stuff, their backpacks and everything that they used to cross over. Uh, we got video of that. In fact, we've got a special coming this Saturday that's going to be airing only on Real America's Voice News. Uh, I don't have the time on it yet, but stay tuned for the time on that. It's going to be incredible. It's an hour-long special with the footage that we got there, never never before seen footage. It's It's incredible. And then I was just down in Tijuana uh, this couple days ago last week and went over. There's a new tent city that's developed right on the Tijuana border, right at the, uh, the port of entry, the San Ysidro port of entry, with people that have come up from Central America. There are 20,000 people right now in Tijuana, it's estimated, or more. And across the entire border, there's over 100,000 just waiting to come across. Wow. Uh, it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. And while I was down there, I actually have video, and you can see it on our website, frontlineamerica.com, the extended cut. I posted a video on Twitter, but I've got the extended cut on our website where I went up to the top of this mountain. You can see a guy who's got a backpack on. He was clearly trafficking. Uh, he was going to climb the wall right as I came up there. They don't typically do it in front of you especially if they're doing something that they don't want to get caught for. And so, but I've got video there showing him and then showing across. And this was in, I was in Mexico at the time, showing across to the other side of the mountain where the cartel scouts or lookout or, you know, lookouts are and, and basically giving the cues on when to go and when not to go. Yeah. It's just one example of it, but this is happening across our entire border at a thousand different points all day and it's it's increasing because of the incentives that this biden regime and the democrats are offering while they're trying to cancel culture while they're trying to yeah. cancel words in america while they don't want to use the words illegal alien because it might offend somebody yeah uh, hurt somebody's feelings they are causing damage to this country they're breaking their oath to the constitution and they are actually hurting american citizens 
Uh, it's just sickening. It's ben, absolutely sickening. Ben, it's criminal. Ben, tell people, tell people, because we talked about this yesterday on my show. Um, tell the people, <laughs> and this, it, it actually makes me want to cry. It makes me sick to my stomach when I really, really think about it. And I saw your footage. Tell people what you found as it relates to uh, lubrication, condoms, and, and so forth, and, and how that how that points at obviously what's happening to these to these young girls, to these women. Uh, tell people what you found. Multiple different places along the border I've found, and, and actually in America. I'm, I'm heading to Yuma tomorrow, and we'll be recover, covering down there. That's one of the worst points it was until President Trump built the new wall there. Um, and multiple different places I found young girls' panties. Uh, they, they basically laid out uh, uh, sweaters and backpacks and things to create makeshift beds in the reeds down there. And they have young girls' panties and lubricant and condoms just, you know, just all over the place. You, you can tell what's happening. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not even hidden anymore. It's just there. And these mountains that we were in, you find uh, bras and panties and everything. And these are every single one of these people that's coming across this way is being trafficked by the cartels. Yeah. So it, the, the saddest part is when I was down in Mexico, we were interviewing some of the families and people down there. And they admit that when the when the families sell their children, and that oftentimes is what happens, they're mm. selling their children to these cartels. They send them with uh, uh, morning after pills, with oh my gosh, with uh, with with um, oh what's what's the term for it? Uh, not the morning after, but the um, birth control. So birth control, yeah. morning after, and they know that their children are probably going. It's, going to happen to them um and not only you know the rapes and you know children are raped multiple times it's it, it's just it's disgust it's awful it's evil but they're murdered as well and yeah. all of these pathetic waste breath politicians oh did we lose you buddy he is uh by the way guys he is by cell phone and he is traveling so I oh there he is to go down there and show it and we're going to continue to show it. Well, Ben, you know, I got to say, man, I, 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 I lose you. I, no, you're still there. You, you got me. Hello. Yeah. I, uh, I got you. Yeah. I know. I know you're, I know you're traveling. I know you're traveling. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep going here and then we'll ask you a couple more questions and we'll let you go. Hopefully you can stay, uh, in cell in cell range. Um, so do you see anybody else? From any other news organization, from from mainstream all the way down to individual, do you see anybody else covering this while you're down there, or is it seem to be just you? I mean, I know there's a long a long area to cover, but but I don't see anybody else covering this. I, I I haven't seen a single journalist while I've been there, and I was there for two weeks wow. in different locations uh, across the border. I haven't seen a single one. I've heard of some reporting. Um, I heard that MSNBC was down there for a day, but the, the, the what really pisses me off is when you look at their reporting, it's all about how terrible America is and all these poor people that are just coming up to better their lives. And again, a lot of them are. A lot of them are fleeing from the socialist governments, the corruption within their own governments. You look at El Salvador and Honduras uh, and Latin American countries that are terrible. I get it. A lot of them really do want to, to better their lives. The problem is the way that we're doing it now the only people that this is benefiting 
are the cartels. I know. The only people that are being enriched are the cartels. And so when you look at the coverage uh, of the very few that are actually even covering it that I've seen, it's all distraction. And it's all really, uh, it's a distraction to help the cartels. Because every single one of these caravans that comes up, these large groups of people that come up and then turn themselves in. And I guarantee you we'll see that tomorrow when I'm down in Yuma. They are a distraction. They pull Border Patrol resources to those areas. Now that Biden is in there, all of them are being let in. Whether or not they have COVID, we're not even testing most of them that are coming in, but yet we're still shutting down businesses in America. We're destroying our economy, but we've got hundreds of thousands of people breaking into our country, and we're told it's the compassionate thing to do. All of this is a distraction because all that does is pull resources to those areas, and then the cartel simply walks over to the other ones and brings their fentanyl across and brings their heroin across and yeah. brings their cocaine across and, and sends the, their children across that are sold into slavery, sex slavery right now. We, we, we talk an awful lot about oppression and we have this whole uh, uh, critical race theory and all this nonsense that teaches young Americans that they're oppressed living in the greatest country in the history of the world, uh, talking about slavery and, and the evils of hundreds of years ago. There are evils today that are happening and that we know are happening and we ignore it. And it's just. Yeah. So, so Ben, I'm going to ask you one more question and then I'm going to get your, 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 uh, how people can follow you. And then I'm going to let you go because I know you're busy and you're, you're traveling all over, but my audience they're like they're a lot like like Bannon's audience. They're they're like he calls them force multipliers, but they're action people, right? My, my the people that watch Life from America, they're action, action, action. So other than what the state of Texas, the state of Arizona, the state of New Mexico, or the state of California can do as states, which we know California isn't going to do anything, but what can people, what can everyday average people do to try to help put a stop to this? I mean, what 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 could we do? Well, the first is just getting the information out there. So much of what we battle right now is information warfare. You know, the digital book burning as my friend, Will Johnson, your friend, Will Johnson calls it. Yep. Uh, they don't want this information to be consumed. And if it's not consumed, then it doesn't exist. If we, if we don't if, if, like networks like ours, frontline America and yours and real America's voice news, if we didn't exist, nobody would be getting this information. So True. the most important first thing is to get the information, go to our website, frontlineamerica.com. You can get the videos there. You can download that. Check out the, the special we're going to be airing at Real America's Voice. Uh, we're on Dish and Roku and Pluto and all of the uh, digital uh, platforms as well. And then share that information as far as you possibly can. And then invite your Democrat friends. Because this is this the saddest part right now is we've got about two years of getting worse. I mean, we're right now, it's, it's just starting and it's only going to get worse. We're going to have more angel families in America, more uh, American citizens murdered by criminal illegals, uh, more people raped, more, more, uh, more crime in general by the, because of these policies. But every single one of these policies need to be tied back to the Democrat politicians who enacted them and the fake news media who, who, uh, not only enables them, but but celebrates it. I mean, this is you've, we've got to call out CNN and MSNBC and all of these lying, fraudulent media propaganda 
organization. But Ben, but Ben, isn't 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 resident corn pop, resident Biden, isn't he and this fake administration breaking the law? Isn't this a Yes. I mean, so yes, yes, so yes, if they're yes, breaking the yes. law, what can we do? Can we get, can we get a class action lawsuit here? I mean, what can we do? To, to stop him since the since the governors and the failed fake weak rhinos won't do anything. I mean, where the hell is Kevin McCarthy? Where the hell is Steve Scalise? We know we can't find, uh, as Matt, Matt Gates said earlier, we couldn't find Liz Cheney in Wyoming with a search warrant. What can we do to stop this law breaking? I mean, militias. I mean, what do we? What, what can we do? Well, well, uh, first, I think we, we've seen this by the the left. They undermine the Constitution. Under Obama, we started seeing all the sanctuary policy protecting uh, criminal illegals in these cities and states across America. We need to start doing that in reverse, where we actually uphold the Constitution. We demand that our local municipalities do what, what Texas is doing and say, if the federal government won't do their job, won't keep their oath to the Constitution, we start doing it. And, and I think that really comes down to me, uh, constitutionally, that comes down to sheriffs. They're the highest recognized constitutional law enforcement officer uh, in your states. And those are the people we've, we've got to get more constitutional sheriffs on board in order to start saying, if the, the federal government isn't going to do this, we're going to do it. And we're going to put pressure on these judges and DAs and people that can actually press charges against these people mm. to start pressing charges. Boom. I mean, all of this, again, I'm not an attorney, so I'm not going to tell you what to do. Right. I, I can't, I couldn't even tell you if there's a class action, but I believe there, you know, every single area of our culture that has been in, impacted by this. We've got to start battling in those arenas. We've got to go to our schools and demand that this garbage not be taught to our children anymore. It's all connected. It is. I mean, everything we're seeing on the border, everything we're seeing of, of uh, taking God out of schools and homosexualizing our culture and our children, uh, all of the, you know, the 40,000 genders and all of this stuff, it's all connected to socialist, communist, godless, open borders, leftist. It's all the same. The, the enemy is all the same. And so it's understanding who the enemy is and then targeting it where we have influence. So yeah. you know, my thing is always influence the people you have influence with. So for me, that's obviously my audience, the things I'm doing, working with you and other great patriots across this country. But to the rest of the audience that's listening, you each one of us have a sphere of influence that we can we can impact. And uh, whether that's our children's schools or our church or our, our local communities or our businesses. I mean, if you're a business owner, you got to put your money where your mouth is. This battle, if, if we don't start fighting the way the Democrats do and start funding people that are actually standing up for this country and organizations that are actually doing things to make a difference, then we we deserve what they're giving us. I mean, no, we I agree. allowed this to happen. I agree. No, I so agree. Single person, if you've got the financial resources, use those. The agenda, our agenda, the real truth agenda, God's you know freedom agenda. If you've if you've got the legs and the manpower to get get involved uh, physically, get involved. Yeah. And first thing though, before you do anything, anything, I'd say pray about it. Ask God, where does He want you to engage? Because Boom. each one of us have a specific skill set and a specific sphere that we can engage. But God will tell you. God will lead you. I mean, when I prayed that, God said, "Walk into that door. Walk into that." When I first started this thing, I was, you know, like, "All right, Lord, I know you're calling me to do something. What do you want me to do?" And it started by me going to a local leftist event where I knew they were going to be pushing just godless communist nonsense. It was actually in a fake church in Fresno, these, you know, uh, so-called churches that are just synagogues of Satan. And I walked in and just started recording and then started asking questions. And it, it was literally taking that first step of mm. saying, all right, God, I'm going to go in there. I'm kind of nervous. So I don't know what's going to happen. 
And that led me to sitting here talking to you today. That for, it was always, it was that first step, the first step of asking the Lord where to go and then listening where he leads and then doing it. And then that opens the next door and the next door and the next door. You're right, I mean, man. That, that's really a simple, it's as simple as it is. You're right, man. And I've been preaching to my audience. It's at a, it's at a city, uh, it's at a, it's at a town, city, county, local, state level. And we have the power. We just, we, for decades, we just gave the power away. And now it's, it's not just going to be a blink of an eye to turn it back on. Uh, ben, I know that people can watch you on Real America's Voice News, which has become, I got to be honest with you, I have it on all day from morning until night. I know every bro- I know every host of every show now. I love Real America's Voice News. I love that we're working together on this Freedom Bus coming up. Uh, but where can, yes. please let people know, besides what you and I are doing together, where can people go and watch what you're doing daily uh, so they can keep up with you? Well, uh, the Real America's Voice is the great place. I'll be on War Room with Steve Bannon tomorrow um, and, and multiple different shows tomorrow. But I've just started. I've been really bad at doing my website for the last couple of years. Just been running crazy. But we've just started uh, putting new articles on there. So basically everything that's the, the most important meat of everything, uh, I'm going to be posting those videos on our YouTube page. And then those will be cross crossed over to our, our website, frontlineamerica.com. So Frontline. you can go there, yep. you can donate, you can support what we're doing, but that's really where everything's going to start being posted. Um, and then obviously social media, Ben Burkwam. Uh, if you search Ben Burkwam or Frontline America, you'll find me. That's right, man. Well, hey, Ben, you're, you're an inspiration. You're a great friend. I love you, man. And uh, you're right. Prayer is the most powerful thing, as, as cliche as it sounds. It's true, and that's what we all need to be doing and getting our sheriffs involved. So... One, one other thing, Yep. you know, we pray a lot of times that uh, prayer becomes an excuse too, though. And so I want to just challenge people on this, pray and act. You know, there's, there's times to pray and wait. And there's times where God says, you know, wait for his still soft voice. But I've found in, in, at least in my experience that God has called me to pray and walk. And oftentimes it's in that walk that I see the door that I need to walk through. If all I did was sit and pray and pray that somebody else would fix it, uh, that God wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have the opportunity to be used. So mm. it's, it's prayer in, it's prayer in the journey. We're walking down the journey and sometimes you make the wrong turn and sometimes you go down the wrong way. And sometimes you got to do a U-turn and go the other way, but it's, it's that constant Lord guide me as I'm walking in your will. Mm. It's, it's not, I'm going to pray inside and wait for somebody else to fix this problem or, uh, and again, sometimes God will call you to that, but it's, it's listening to that and acting. It's prayer and action. Those things have to go together. Man, you are so right, brother. Well, you know what? We'll keep we'll meet. You and I have got a lot of work to do this year. We're going to be on the front line of a yes, lot sir. of things. You're out there. You're going to be my eyes and ears when I can't be. And I love you, man. And you, good luck to what you're doing. Good luck with, in Huma tomorrow. Uh, keep safe beyond everything else. Make sure you you have that armor of God uh, before you walk out of that house every day. And uh, I know my audience loves you, and I can't wait to bring you back on, man, okay? God bless you, brother. God bless you, too. I can't wait to be on the bus with you, man. I know. Freedom bus, we're coming. We're coming. We're coming coming to Pittsburgh first, right? Is that outside of Pittsburgh? Yep. Okay. Actually, I can narrow it down a little bit. Uh, uh, Cranberry Township. Just uh, that's going to, you know, Cranberry Township. I don't have the date yet, but we will know within the next couple days when that will be. Cranberry Township outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we'll be there with Senator Mastriano, too, right? That's right. That's the plan. That's right. It's going to be a great time. That's the plan. All right, brother. I'll let you go. Have a safe trip. God bless you. We'll talk soon, okay? All right, my man. Talk to you soon. See you later.
Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Berkwam from Frontline America, definitely a great man, definitely a, a soldier of God, definitely a soldier of this country, um, and 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 he's out there doing what the other people won't do. Uh, so so he spoiled it, ladies and gentlemen. It is it's going to be outside of Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, where we come first, and um, and we will we will uh, tell you. You know, as we get closer to those dates, we'll tell you where we're going to be uh, next. We're definitely going to be coming to as many states as we can. And again, that is Cranberry Township um, uh, outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, so for all you PA folks, uh, when we let you know when it is, make sure you take the day off of work. If you can, if you can't, I get it. And come out and, and, and see the Freedom Bus, take pictures. And, um, you know, we'll be there with Freedom, the Freedom Social Network as they grow, freedom.fan. Make sure you sign up for, uh, for, a, uh, for a profile there and uh, get the Android app as well. Great interview with Ben Burke. We'll make sure you check him out. Okay, let's get to it, guys. We got the first and foremost section of the day today. I know it's the, for all those that are watching that are late, hey, you didn't miss really any of the show. You just missed some of the interview. But we're going to give the first and foremost section today and the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day to Dr. Fauci. And why are we giving the Dumb Dumb Award to Dr. Fauci? Isn't he like a scientist? Isn't he like a virologist? Isn't he like a, a super, super smart man? Well, that's not why we're giving him the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today. We're giving Dr. Fauci the Dumb Dumb Award of the day today because he got caught up yesterday, folks, and he got caught up by MSNBC, of all people. I don't even think that he even understood what he was saying at the time, but he said, ladies and gentlemen, that the CDC guidelines do not always follow the science. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, all that human rights uh, violations that are going on by locking you in your homes, locking up uh, healthy people, making sure your kids don't go to school, destroying their future, destroying their social lives, destroying their immune systems that God gave them. Dr. Fraud Fauci actually said that the CDC doesn't always follow the science when it puts out its guidelines. Sometimes he says that they follow their gut. Doesn't that make you safe, guys? Doesn't it make you feel safe that the CDC follows their gut and not the science that they tout is, 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 is what, what, what we should all follow? See, they tell you to follow the science until it comes to biology, men and women, and they tell you to follow the science until it comes to CDC guidelines and locking you down and taking away your career. But yes, Dr. Fraud Fauci actually got caught up and said that yesterday, that the CDC doesn't always use science when it institutes its guidelines, or really its draconian totalitarian rules for you to follow and take away your freedoms. You, Dr. Fauci, get the first dumb, dumb award of the day today. <laughs> now, we're going to follow that right up, guys. We're going to follow that right up by giving a Smarty. And you will never guess who gets the Smarty Award of the day today. You'll never guess. It's actually somebody that I, you probably thought I would never give the Smarty Award to. Who does that go to? It goes to Pierce Morgan. Yes, you know, the famous Brit who wants to tell Americans how to live lives and if they should or shouldn't have guns and blah, 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 blah. But just sometimes, sometimes Pierce Morgan comes out and says something smart. And usually it's surrounding Donald Trump because he's a friend of Donald Trump's, right? So he gets a Smarty Award not for his, his defense or his support 
of the greatest president in the United States ever, but he gets it for actually not falling victim to cancel culture. You only are a victim of cancel culture if you want to be a victim of cancel culture, much like everything else. You're only a victim in a lot of things today that the left throws if you want to be a victim. And he is not a victim this time. He actually got up and walked off set and stormed off set. And I said, I'm not going to listen to this. I don't care if we're live on air or not. They were giving him the whole Meghan Markle because he's very critical of Meghan Markle. He's very critical of her lying. He's very critical of her spoiled, selfish, brat ways. And about this whole thing that she made, you know, the news with, with Princess Harry on the Oprah show about how everybody in the world is racist and the entire royal family is racist. Look, I don't care about the royal family. I don't care about the monarchy. I don't care about Princess uh, Harry and, and Meghan Markle and who they think is racist or not. What I do care about is the narrative that they're shoving down everybody's throat. And Pierce Morgan, they tried to do it to him on his show, and he's gonna he's gonna see the cancel culture. He's going to uh, he's gonna feel what the left does, and maybe that'll be enough to bring him over to the right. But he said, "No, I'm not listening to this." Yesterday, got up, stormed off set, and said, "Nope, we're not. I'm not even gonna entertain this crap," and walked off. So, boom, you get the Smarty Award of the Day today. All right, I wanted to tell you something earlier on the 11 o'clock show that I did not get a chance to tell you. And Jason Miller, who is a very close aide, a very close advisor to President Donald J. Trump, was on Stephen Bannon's show, The War Room, this morning. The same show that Ben Berkwam is actually going to be on tomorrow. <laughs> we need some sound effects, you're right, because the ones I make aren't good enough. <laughs> but anyway, Jason Miller was on a War Room this morning. And while when he was introduced by Steve Bannon, he actually cut Steve Bannon off and he said, I actually have a message for you from President Trump. And he said, oh, you do? He said, yep, got a message for you and a message for your audience. He said, right before I came on the show, I called President Trump and President Trump was getting ready to go golfing for the day. And God bless President Trump for being able to, to, to you know, have some time to, to have some fun. I know that there's some crises going on, and but we shouldn't blame President Trump and him not staying in the office. There's a lot of things at play here. So, you know, God bless him for being able to have some fun. Okay? And uh, somebody said, do you sell the sunglasses? They will be for sale on the website in a couple weeks on JeremyHerald.com. So he says, I just called President Donald J. Trump. And he's got two messages. The first message for you, Steve Bannon, is this. You're lucky I like you. <laughs> and Steve Bannon was like, you could see he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> because if President Trump doesn't like you, you're going to know about it. So the first thing he says is to President Trump, this is the, to, to Steve Bannon, this is the message to you. You're lucky I like you. But then he said to your audience, President Trump has a message for your audience and the world. And that message is the mainstream media and these fake politicians they may have forgotten about the 2020 election fraud. He says, but I have not. And that's all he said about that. Now, I told you that he's going to have a plan. And I told you that he's going to have a strategy to make sure that that kind of fraud doesn't happen again. Especially if he's going to be the one that's coming in and, and fighting it. Somebody said, what is NBAT? Never bet against Trump. That's what it stands for. Definitely check those, uh, those, hats, those hats at uh, Etsy. Uh, and, and kind embroidery. Uh, she makes those and she does a wonderful job. He says, the mainstream media may have forgotten about the 2020 election fraud, but I have not. Those are scary words for the left. And for all those who were involved in that, 
trickery, that thievery, I guarantee you that those words made them duty their diapers. Not the ones they have on their face, not the face diapers, but the ones down below. I guarantee you that tiny little statement that he made, I have not made them shake in their boots and poop their pants. Just a little bit. (laughs) All right, moving from some good news to some bad news, gas prices. Everybody was taking picture of how much gas was, right? When President Trump decided to leave and resident corn pop came in. Everybody was taking pictures so that they could have their, uh, on their time, on their time, whatever, on Facebook every year, how it pops up and says, oh, look what happened last year on this day. So that they could see how much gas prices went up. Well, I'm about to tell you how much gas prices have went up. Since resident corn pop has come into office, gas prices have risen um, 13.8%. In less than, what, 90 days? Literally like 60 days? 13.8%. And some people are saying you could see 4 and $5 a gallon gas again, just like you saw under his predecessor, who's actually running the country, Barack Hussein Obama. And that's not good news for anyone. That's not good for you. That's not good for me. That's not good for Americans. We were energy independent for the first time and who knows when. And President Trump was killing it. He was killing it in a good way, not in a bad way. And here you got Corn Pop come in. He doesn't know what he's doing. And the left is literally making us uh, dependent on the Middle East for oil once again. So it's went up 13.8%. Stunning, isn't it? Speaking of things that are spiking up so high uh, for Americans, the $1.9 trillion stimulus bill passed the House today, meaning that it passed the Senate, but it had to go back because of some revisions, and then it passed. And, and the mainstream media is saying, oh, President Biden's, I hate even saying it, but I'm quoting them, President Biden's first congressional win. That's not a win for him. He has no idea what he's doing. He has no idea what he's signing. That's not a win for him. That's nothing that he worked uh, to bring people together to do. That's because you fraudulently have three um, branches of government. And this is the left and the people that are running things behind the scenes. This is what they wanted. This isn't a win for Corn Pop. He doesn't have, he, he doesn't have kids jumping on his laps or he isn't giving stories about cockroaches. That would be a big win for him. He doesn't know anything about all this. So, um, yeah, so that jumped up today in a $1.9 trillion stimulus bill. And so be on the lookout for your government cheese uh, in, your, in your account soon. If you don't make enough uh, to, you know, to get by or, or if you've lost your job, be on the lookout for that socialism coming your way to a theater near you soon. But I, want, I do want to give props to one, I do want to give props to one Democrat, Representative Jared Golden, a Democrat from Maine, actually voted against the $1.9 trillion government cheese welfare check. He voted against it. So I do got to give a shout out to Rep- uh, Representative Jared Golden. Now I, and, and, and you know what? He's going to get a smarty. Jared Golden, Democrat, you actually get a smarty. You're not, there's not going to be a lot of swamp donkeys that get smarties. But once in a while, boo, we will give a smarty to somebody who deserves it. And now I know there's people out there who need that government cheese right now. I do. But you know what you need a lot more? Your job back. Or a job. 
that's what you could actually use. You know, not giving these jobs to people that are coming across the border left and right. You could use a job. You would much rather have that than the government sending you money because we are not accustomed to live in a socialist country. Am I right or am I wrong? Hmm, so that happened. Anyway, we're going to move on to 2%. Mrs. 2%. That's what I call Kamala Harris, Miss 2%. Why? Because she got 2% of the vote uh, 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 when, when, when there was polling going on, when she was running for the Democratic primaries. She got 2%. Independents didn't want her. Democrats didn't want her. And Republicans didn't want her. Literally nobody in the country wanted this woman around at all. Oh, what do we got going on here? Okay, you guys still there? Sorry about that. Nobody wanted this lady. Nobody wanted her. Like I said, the left didn't want her, the right didn't want her, and the middle did not want her. Nobody wanted Miss 2%. So what happened? Ladies and gentlemen, this was planned a year ago. This was planned an entire year ago. Do you remember a year ago when Nancy Pelosi was working on the 25th Amendment and we had no idea why she was working on the 25th Amendment? Everybody thought it had something to do with Trump in an election year. And we were kind of confused why Nancy Pelosi a year ago was working on establishing the 25th Amendment so intently. She wanted it so badly, right? Um, and then we realized, oh, it's because Biden, is, his cognitive de uh, decline is happening quicker and quicker every day. This was planned a year ago. The left wanted Kamala Harris in there. Nobody in America wanted her in there. Yet she's going to end up being the president of the United States of America. She is going to be the president of the United States of America when nobody wanted her. That is the, that's, the key, that's the key point here, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody wanted her. Literally, she was handpicked by the people who put Biden in charge so that she could be president. This was a plan for a year. This has been their plan for a year. Put somebody in there that we know isn't going to make it and put somebody in there as his successor who we want in there, but the country does not want. This might be the first time in history that literally the left, the right, and the middle agree on one thing, and that is nobody wants Miss 2% as the president of the United States. She is the most far-left, radical piece of trash that was in the Senate, and literally that's why nobody wanted her. Even her own state of California didn't want her. She has no idea what race she is apparently not that uh, we're all one race the human race but yet she says this week i'm this this week i'm that last week i was this this week i'm that she bails out people that get out of jail and then cause more crimes and hurt more people nobody wants her but yet she will end up being the president of the united states a scary 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 thing but again this was a plan for the entire last year this was their plan Put somebody in. How do we get somebody in there that nobody wants? How can we get somebody in the presidency that literally nobody wants? Hmm. And that's how they did it, ladies and gentlemen. That's how they did it. Moving on. If you live in Tennessee, here is something that will impact you in the future. There, is, uh, there will be a change in how you um, select your attorney general. In the state of Tennessee. Now, the state of Tennessee is the only state that allows the state um, Supreme Court to pick the Attorney General. That is until now. No longer will the state Supreme Court be allowed to unilaterally pick 
who is going to be the attorney general in the state of Tennessee. Meaning that from now on, the state Supreme Court will be able to offer their nominee, but it will have to be voted on in a Senate joint resolution. Meaning that both chambers will have to vote for the attorney general in the state of Tennessee. Um, if they do not, then it goes back to the Supreme Court and they have to pick another nominee. And this was actually put forward by Republicans, and I think it's a good idea. The Supreme Court should not have unilateral power in a state to say, this is your attorney general. Okay, So that is now going to change going forward if you're in the state of Tennessee. And again, my job is to let you know what's happening in your state if you might not know what's happening in your state. Okay, So... Keep an eye on that if you live in the state of Tennessee, and and actually now you'll have a you'll have a an opportunity uh, through uh, hounding your state senate and your state rep to make sure that a person who's bad does not end up with the job of attorney general in your state. Somebody said, "What does your hat mean?" Never bet against Trump. That's what it means. All right, guys, we got a couple more stories, and then we'll end it. Eric Swalwell, he. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Fartwell, I should say. Eric Fartwell is going to receive the second Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. And you know what? What what isn't he going to get the Dumb Dumb Award for? He should get the Dumb Dumb Award just for farting on air. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> but Eric Fartwell came out and said that Republican lawmakers who voted to acquit President Trump on his on their second failed attempt to, um, to you know, impeach him. Um, but Republican lawmakers who voted to acquit President Trump um, are encouraging white supremacists and white nationalists to take up arms against their government. Eric Fartwell, everything that comes out of your mouth and everything that you do, including sleeping with a Chinese spy called Fang Fang and giving her classified intel that she should have never got and take so she could take back to the CCP. Everything that you do, your entire life, deserves a Dumb Dumb Award. Eric Fartwell, you get the second and the last Dumb Dumb Award of the day today for saying stupid things that make zero sense. And let's just break that down for a minute. Encouraging white supremacists and white nationalists to take up arms against their government. I don't care what color you are. I don't care if you're white, purple, brown, green, blue, or gold. The United States Constitution says if your government becomes a totalitarian government, if it gets out of control, not only do you have the right, but you have the duty to replace that government. And how are you going to do that? Call them on the phone and say, excuse me, you're not uh, doing things right. Can you please leave? What do you think is going to happen when your government gets out of control? Not that I am condoning anything. Not that I'm saying that anybody should do anything like that. But what do you think is going to happen? Dumb, dumb. And it doesn't, it, it's nothing to do with white supremacists and white nationalists. That's just what you want to call everybody. Um, so, guys, one more thing. I'm going to leave the show on a, on a good note today. The Florida State Senate as, um, is advancing a bill to ban drop boxes for mail-in ballots. This is how we do it, guys. State by state. Florida wants to ensure, they want to ensure that that state never goes blue. And the first way they can do that is by stopping drop boxes and mail-in ballots at such a high level. Because like I said before, Dominion is one thing, but Dominion wasn't what actually caused what happened in the 2020 election. That was just a help. That was just a helping hand. 
the mail-in ballots, getting them for days and days and days with no chain of custody, no ID, and no verification. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what caused what happened in the 2020 election. So a big shout out to the Florida Senate and the Florida lawmakers for pushing this bill forward to ban drop boxes for mail-in ballots. It's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to let you know that it's been a while since I've made a new song. My last new song was Rebirth of America. Check it out on any download or streaming site, by the way, including free sites like YouTube and Pandora. However, I am about ready to get back in the studio again to create two new pro-America, pro-America first, pro-Trump songs. And one of them is called The Art of the Comeback, because you know I got to make a song called The Art of the Comeback. And the second one is going to be called The Armor of God. Two new songs that I'm going to be working on. I can't. I have no idea how they're going to sound. I haven't even started yet. But I will be making two new songs called The Art of the Comeback and The Armor of God. And I can't wait to get back in the studio where I belong. That's why they call me the Hip Hop Patriot. You know what I mean? Uh, make sure you go to JeremyHerald.com for everything. We have a brand new Armor of God shirt. It is on the front page of my website. Go to JeremyHerald, H-E-R-R-E-L-L.com. Check out that new shirt. It's got a front and a back design and a sleeve design. It's a wonderful Armor of God shirt. Cover yourself in the Armor of God every time you leave your house. And it also helps me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in my efforts, as well as your donations and becoming a monthly donor. Because like Ben said, the left funds everybody that they want to do anything. And we need to band together on the right and do the same thing. And check and make sure you help Ben Burkwam out if you can as well, because every little bit helps. And sign up for the newsletter on JeremyHerald.com too. Sign up for that newsletter so we can always stay in contact. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for some more Live from America. Next week in the studio, we have uh, Pastor Tim Frisch from a Frisch perspective coming on to talk a little bit about the Word of God and how we as Christian conservatives look at everything and how everybody on the left looks at us. It's going to be a great show, and that's next Wednesday. And then Friday of this week, ladies and gentlemen, I actually have a fill-in for the 5 o'clock show, which is Mr. Will Johnson, and uh, I think you'll like what he has to say too, okay? But I will see you tomorrow for two shows, 11 and 5. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great evening. And remember, if you're watching this video a little later and you're not live, share it because sharing is caring. See you later, guys. See you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Bye-bye.